Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy Woo! and sadness oh. and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose. And I think a little fear. I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the official Broadwaisted podcast, where we're drunk on theater. I'm your host, Brian Plofsky, and today, we're off to see the wizard. Yes. Yes, we are. We're out of the woods and somewhere over the rainbow. You know, if I only had a brain, or a heart, I might just do the jitterbug out of joy. Ding dong! Who's there? The witch. The witch who? Ding dong, the witch is dead! No. <laughs> if I were king of the forest, that would actually be funny. Oh, I'm still with you, but okay. Yeah. Well, I made that sentence naturally knowing that no one was going to laugh at the other one. <laughs> well, of course. Yeah. Exactly. Or did you write that in just in case no one laughed? It was an optional line, of course. <laughs> I, you know, it, it, I think it would have been better if you had sang it like the lion. Oh, I agree. Yeah. See? Just give me a okay. break. Hi, King <laughs> That would actually be fun. That was Dave Lynn playing the line. Yeah. Um, so joining us today is, is the usual, unusually angry apple trees and ravenous flying monkeys, including Kevin, if I only had a Hamilton ticket, Jager. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were going to say friend of Dorothy Jager, but... No, no. Oh, Right. Yeah, yeah. You're a gay people. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. I forgot. Um, I forgot. That he was gay? Or no. <laughs> um, we also have our gay master and unofficial babysitter of the hour, Kimberly. Hello. And with us, yeah. and with us today are a pair of guests who are leaders in the indie theater scene here in New York. Uh, one was cast member in The Woodsman and associate di- artistic director of Strangeman & Co. The other starred in The Woodsman, but also is the writer and creator of the show. Uh, let's give a big broad waste of welcome to new friends of the show. Friends of the show. Amanda Letterer and James Ortiz. Woo! Um, but there's a boatload of social media to list off for them, so I'm just going to say you can follow them at Strangeman Co., at Woodsman Play, and you go to strangemancompany.com. 
We will post everything else on our Twitter. Yes. Twitter. Yes. Um, yeah, you could also find us on Facebook. Just Facebook. Strange 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 Facebook. Strange Facebook. Strange Strange Facebook. Facebook. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are you drinking? Um, I think I'm having... Um, uh, you have this one. Tequila silver with um, some pomme de mousse in it. Yeah. Grapefruit juice and French. Drop <laughs> <laughs> of lemonade because I need a little sweet sugariness. Good call. Some little awesome. Beyonce. Because I'm a nice lady. <laughs> <laughs> um, Clearly. I also am drinking tequila silver, and mm-hmm. I've got Hanson's uh, tangerine lime. Uh, they think they call that an umbop. Spelled wrong though. Spelled right. Wrong. Yeah. Is there an O? Oh, they it's, an, an, it's an O. It's an O. Yeah. They're Hanson. Yeah. You know they're still making. <laughs> they're the Hanson. They just recorded an album. Say that again. That's worth saying again. What? The the um they just recorded an album. They're still going. Yeah. yeah. What? They're amazing. Let's let's umbop our way to the first <laughs> segment of our show entitled that. What Have You Seen This Week? What have you seen this week? Oh, so um <laughs> this week I I got the chance to go to the Broadway. <gasps> Kevin. I, I did. <laughs> I what? Did. Brian, don't get too excited. Yeah. I didn't see, I saw Heisenberg. Uh Mary Louise Parker is in it and uh Dennis um, Hart. Nancy Bowman. Um yeah, it is a very Nancy Botwin-esque performance. Um, it is just a two-person play. It is a middle-aged woman and an older man. And the play starts when she's randomly kissed him on the back of the neck in a subway platform. Yep. Just Because hey, she thought she knew who he was and that it wasn't the person she thought. Oh. That's awesome. And then it becomes like an entire... It's an 80-minute piece with no intermission. Just the um, two of them in the subway? Just the two... No, it, it like goes through like a series of time after that because they end up like connecting... And then having oh, cool. some kind of relationship. Oh, wow. Did you enjoy it? I did. I had a really good time. It was interesting because um, my seat was on stage because mm. they actually put like bleachers on the stage Ooh. so that the stage is almost forced to be from two sides. Um, so that yeah. gave it like a very voyeuristic feel, which I think was nice for a two-person good play. Word. Um, it was like play. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Kevin loves those big words. I know. I'm all about them big words. So um, it gave like a bit. Yeah, it just gave like a very kind of like. Because the story itself is a little jarring, like both of them are kind of jarring personality people, which is why it like kind of plays weird but great as a two person alone on stage, just both being their absurd selves. Yeah, and seeing how that plays out, and I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was like fun and a, a different kind of piece. Um, I couldn't have probably sat through two acts of it, so I think it was a good decision to do an eighty minute piece. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was really just like it made me think. Which I like when you leave a theater and you're thinking about something. So I really enjoy it. Have you seen Hamilton this week? I didn't see Hamilton. But, so, okay, so when I'm not on the podcast... You have a story? I do. So when I'm not on the podcast or writing, I have to make my living. And so I work as a waiter at a restaurant. And, um, best, sure. best Facebook statuses. <laughs> like, they I come out of nowhere. Even tell you. Who, so, Kevin's? Yes. Oh, yeah. so, I love them. So, so, I thought you were just like generically yeah, talking about like. No, no, no. Kevin. Kevin has really good Facebook statuses. So today, they always today I, worked, I worked at breakfast shift, so I was in 8 a.m., and I'm working outside, and I get this table of five middle aged women. And they're like looking at the breakfast menu and doing the whole, we're ready to order, but I don't know what I want. Do you know what she wants? I'm not really sure. Like talking back and forth. And then the one goes, you know what? 
I'm just gonna have an avoc- avocado toast and then I'll be satisfied. And her friend goes, You will never be satisfied. You will never be satisfied. Like singing Hamilton at her. And so I looked at her, I was like, Yes, nice Hamilton reference. And she goes, Have you seen it? <laughs> and I turned and I was like, No, not yet. And she goes, I flew from Phoenix, Arizona to see that show. You live here. What's your experience? <laughs> And then you'd be like, I'm I'm a waiter. I I was just like, I'm working breakfast, man. You also know that I touch your food first, right? (laughs) But she did. She threw so much table shade at me, and I was just not really happy about that. That's good. That's good. So, but I mean, but it was also offset by the fact that I was really entertained that this woman like. Gave it and sang to her friend, yeah. part of Satisfied. But then she turned it around and like handle shamed me, and I was really sad about it. So it was like a funny and a sad story. You know, <laughs> this, is, yeah. this is a, li- a little. This is funny because I uh, we someone tweeted at us that they um, searched Satisfied. They were looking for the song Satisfied. I don't know if it was actually on Twitter or if it was a Google search or whatever. And the things that came up were Hamilton, because that's the song they were looking for, and then The Woodsman. Someone had, like, hashtag satisfi- satisfied, I guess, after oh, seeing the show. that's cool. So that's we have, cool. like, we're a little connected oh, so here. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So you're Hamilton. <laughs> yeah, so, like, we are Hamilton. They're the Hamilton of all Broadway. Basically. We are Hamilton. <laughs> have you guys seen anything this week? I actually saw, um, uh, Bedlam. Yes! Bedlam Theatre Co. Oof. And, um, uh, I went. And those are Pride and Prejudice? Uh, or a sense of sensibility. Sorry, the sensibility project is something they're working on. Yeah, the but Kate Hamill, Hamill wrote it. Kate Hamill wrote it. Yes. yes. Yeah, it was that production. It was it was um, really cool. It's 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 her adaptation of Sensibility, but mm-hmm. it's done very physically, actually in a woodsman esque style. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really big and bouncy and fun and odd and it it. It's, it was definitely the entire book, and it was like, I need more wine if we're going to do the whole book. Yeah. Um, so they just kind of needed, like, either one more intermission or somebody with a platter or something. <laughs> but but it, uh, it, was, it was really great, really clear, and really crisp, and you had these huge moments of big, crazy theatricality, and mm-hmm. really kind of, like, playing to the footlights kind of humor, like, really, like, getting in people's faces and making fart jokes, like, just silly. Yeah. Um... Uh, so I'm excited because I've been doing that for like ever. Ever. Yeah, I've been meaning to see it every time it comes yes, back. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's really, really fun. I'm curious what they do with Pride and Prejudice, which is a story I like more than Sense and Sensibility. Mm-hmm. It's a little more oomphy. Yeah. Sense and Sensibility definitely yeah. is like the sillier one, though. In that way. Yeah. Right. Like if they're going to do that, that one makes more sense. Where yes. Pride and Prejudice, like. You I mean, need take that, yourself like, a little more So seriously. what you're telling me is yes. sense yeah. and pride. sensibility makes more <laughs> sense and pride and prejudice is a little more prideful. Correct, yeah. But, uh, I would say it makes less sense, I would argue. Yeah. Less sense. Less sense. A little because more. Because it's a little funnier. That's true. It's just, it's just like a, it's, yeah, it's the same thing. You might even say non-sensibility. Ooh. Ke- no! <laughs> Kevin, you're fired. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll see y'all later. Yeah. <laughs> cool. And so you'd highly suggest that to people? I would definitely say... Go see it. Um, I'm so curious what you do with Pride and Prejudice. That's my big question next. Pride and Prejudice will be interesting because so many people have touched it. Yes. Like, that material has been done a million different ways, mm-hmm. but all kind of, of the same. Well, that's <laughs> It's funny. I talk about the Karen Knightley. I have a lot Me? of funny questions with her in a lot of ways because she talks, like, through her bottom jaw, which is fine if you're into that. But I just, I like that version so Me too. It was a great yeah. version. I really yeah. enjoyed it. And I think the expectations of that 
Kira Knightley version mm-hmm. are very much based on the Colin Firth version. Oh, for so sure. you went into the movie version thinking like, you know what? It's not going to be this version, yeah. the masterpiece or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah. Like and an then hour yeah, the exhausted. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and all of a sudden you come in and after two hours of Pride and Prejudice, like they really hit it out of the ballpark. Yeah. Competing with your memory of what you yeah. love for those eight hours. Yeah. Or just from the book. Yeah. 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 It was, yeah. That was, oh, yeah. It was like, beautiful. Stunning. In the complete opposite of that, Kimberly and I saw On Your Feet this yes, week. We <laughs> How was that? We were on our feet. Were you? You know what? We they were. they delivered what they promised. Uh-huh. We we Our butts came off. We were yeah. on our feet. Yeah, the like the last five minutes are just a Gloria Estefan mega mix. The yeah. quickest quick change of all time. She For Anna Villafonte was was Gloria Estefan. Yeah, oh, that's amazing. So it was she pretty impressive. Out of the blue um, AMA awards dress into a like high waisted red pants crop top jacket scenario in a blackout. What? Yes. Broadway, I have a friend that worked and on took wardrobe for that. Yeah. Oh, your friend worked wardrobe on Honey Yeah, he feet? did wardrobe with that. Whoa, that's yeah. a job right there. He said, it, he said it was pretty intense and awesome. Yeah. Was it like a Laura Osmond Cinderella breakaway thing? We have no idea. We don't no. know. It was in the dark. It was a blackout, what but I did notice. And she just changed in the dark. So here's what did what happen. What if Annabelle had a A body double like Hillary? Yeah, like Hillary's body double. Yeah. Oh, Brian, yeah. did you notice? Oh, the movie Dave. I would love to see Dave the musical. Who, I don't know. Oh, I don't even know what I that is. See, like, I actually want Sigourney Weaver. Isn't that the one with Sigourney Weaver? Yeah, yeah Sigourney yes. Weaver and, 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 no. Alien? Kevin Klein plays the president. But she's the wife who, like, knows, recognizes. Yeah, so like, she figures out it's not him, and then she's like, I like you more. I would want to see it if Sigourney Weaver was in it. It's a beautiful movie, to be honest. That's, really? Because I would be in the front row crying every five minutes. Right. Who would you cast as Dave? I still don't know what you're talking about. Oh, you have to. I know like, now the like, movie you're talking about, like but I have never seen it. The nice you do, like, you do, well, the president, it's like the cutest movie from the nice with the president. I think he has a heart attack from like he's like having sex with, with his. Or something. Yeah, yeah, with his. He dies heart attack. And then switch it with his body double. I was gonna say it sounds like a political prince in the popper. And then, well, it's just a guy who looks like him. It's not even related. Yes, and he becomes president. Yeah, it's totally silly. It's like a '90s silly thing, and Sigourney Weaver, the first lady, who's like. I suspect that you might not be my husband. Yeah, and she's like, let's go for a sandwich. She's like, well, I can order it. And he's like, no, let's go out. She's like, I'm following in love all over again. (laughs) All you do is take me for a sandwich. So so who plays Dave? I would cast Robin Blur. Oh, Robin Blur is Dave. And who? Or Kevin Klein. Or just straight up Google Kevin Klein. Just go Kevin Klein. Just go Gold. I think Robin Blur is a really good choice. great. Wow. Just because I he really would see that, it, like the fun, like every man, but he also could look like as the respectable, like Republican President? candidate kind of idea. Interesting. Yeah. Now let's do King Ralph. Great. So King Ralph, I would. Yeah. <laughs> the King of England. Yes. <laughs> That's what happens. It's literally the same story, but yeah. I also. What other? Let's go around the table. Everyone, pick one '90s movie that you would want to be a musical that we haven't mentioned. Oh my God, I have one. Oh yeah, Franklin checks in. Dunstan checks. Dunstan checks. Dunstan checks in. I think we can find alternate theatrical solutions to create their writing attack. Yeah. I think that would be excellent. I really want a Rookie of the Year musical. Oh my god. Or, uh, or a Sandlot musical. See, that's what about Angels in the Outfield? <gasps> yes. Angels in the Outfield musical? But I need like. JGL, JGL to be like the angel. Now. Yeah, I, I agree. I need to like do some stuff. Yeah, and, and then I would love to see a She's All That musical. 
Oh, yes. Yeah. They have to buy the rights to this kiss to have some, like, Broadway belter <laughs> yeah. singing out this kiss. And you know. What's the movie with Drew Barrymore where she... Never been kissed. Never been kissed. Yes, that's that's what I want. That's a good one. That's what I want. Why, or while or, you were sleeping, anyone? Oh, yeah. a now and then musical? <gasps> oh, that would be oh, really... Rosie can be in it. Rosie can be in it. Ooh, or produce. Or, yeah. Beetlejuice. Yeah. A Beetlejuice yeah. musical. Is that not happening? I don't know. That Let's say his name three times and ask him. <laughs> yeah. I don't Back know. to On Your Feet. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, there was just one moment where there was a body double. Did you notice? Oh, when she was on the top. When she was on top? Yeah. And I was like, she just walked off stage and completed her outfit, and now she's well, up there. They were Put her a- back to us. Who and- needs to be a musical is Selena. I was well, that's yes. what I said. Yes. That's what needs to be a musical. Uh, and that's going to happen. It's Kevin's going to play her number one band who kills her. I'll be, I'm all about Yolanda. <laughs> yeah, what was her last name? Do you remember her last name? No. No. Yeah, she was extraordinary. But Yolanda was in, insane. I loved her. Oh, really? I loved it. When she talks about she knows the truth and she'll tell them one day and yeah. stuff, and you're like, yeah. we all also yeah. all know yeah. the truth. Yeah. Yeah. And then, oh, Slow down, buddy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, that'll happen. Yeah. Um, speaking of, I also have like, a musical, like something that should be a musical that I would love to see also because I think it would never work. I want to see The Craft. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Like, I just want, and what's the belty like? I have magic! Like, <laughs> oh, Hocus Pocus totally oh I think that's being, that I, that's being done. The that's in the works. Yeah. Right? Hocus Pocus? Oh, the no, craft. no, The Craft. If they oh, can make okay. The Witches of Eastwick a musical. That's true. They did make the witches of Eastwick. It was not. Yeah, they were very happy with it. The witches of Eastwick. The TV show. The musical. It was in the West End. Yes. Uh huh. And it was all like weird. Yeah, it's super weird. Flying around and. Speaking of new musicals or new plays, or we're just gonna do a weird segue into you guys. Yeah. I'd love to. Before we play any games, I'd really love to hear about the development of the Woodsman from kind of like the spark of an idea. To building the puppets, to building the show, essentially. I'm if you try, can, I can, we can do this. I'm gonna try to. He's not the make spark. Be, I'm gonna try so to not make the it be the rest of your show. Trying to explain this. Um, I'll give you. It's. I'll give you. I'll, I'll give you five minutes. Let's try to do it in less. Let's try to do it in less. Sweet. Great. Okay. Where's that timer? So. Oh my god. Yeah. And time how timer. long this takes actually? Because okay. I promise you, it's Ready? gonna be five. Well, five this is your. This is your pitch. So the woodsman. Um, I'll say this. The Wonderful Wizard of Oz was the first novel my mother ever read to me. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of emotional resonance there. It was actually the first chapter book that we ever... It was like a chapter and I kind of thing. So it's really magical and really special. I still mm-hmm. have that first edition, which is incredible. That's a first edition? It wasn't the first edition. The first edition I owned. Oh, wow. Okay. I was like, like what are you doing theater for? Yeah. <laughs> Fun. They don't... They, uh, it's interesting because the Oz series is taken away from Headman's. But the Oz series Pause. is... Oh, you're sweet. The Oz series is like not... Recognized as a piece of literature on the same level as like Alice in Wonderland. El Frank Baum, Elphaba. I know it's all right there. I know. Um, but, um, oh really? God! I know. That's, Do you just yeah. forget? <laughs> Wicked. <laughs> uh, for a while, wow. wanted us. But fun fact, because the New York Public Library. You have so has, many fun facts. Yeah, I have to like get into it. Um, New York Public Library has said. the original <laughs> illustrations from the first 1899 oh. Oz book. Really? The original manuscript. And I was like, oh my god, I have to go find a way to get into it. It was a whole thing. I finally find what room it was in, blah, 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 blah. I go there and I'm like, hey, I hear that you have it under this 
segment of the of the reading library, whatever. And they were like, really? And somebody looked it up and was like, oh, yeah, um, sure. And I was like, do I need to come back in like a month to get some permission or something? They're like, oh, no, just sit down. And they bring out this folder that's like about mm, 15 pages. And it's these huge pieces of Bristol paper that have a pen in it. You can actually see the whiteout that the illustrator used to like. You can see the pencil lines wow. that he was putting Toto in different parts of the illustration. Mm-hmm. Amazing. You can actually see like chapter titles that were changed and like glued over. It was the like, most extraordinary cool. thing. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. And it was only like a handful of the images. I went back to the librarian and was like, um, so this is ama- uh, thank you so much. Um, do you want me to wear gloves or something? And she was like, oh, it doesn't matter. I was like, oh, okay, this is like a national treasure, but let's not talk about it. <laughs> you um, saw Carmen Cusack there? Do what? No, <laughs> um, And then apparently I was like, yeah, so there should be more illustrations. These are not all of them. And she just was like, click, click, click. Oh, yeah, there's another folder. Do you want to see that, too? So it was a weird, like, <laughs> like, a weird, like, whatever. Yeah. Thing. And even there was an exhibit, there was a, a, what do you call it, like, an expo there of, like, children's books that was happening at that time. And they had a bunch of art pieces, like, framed pieces from that collection yeah. on the wall. And they had, like, the wrong years from when it came out. Like, it was the wrong, Ooh. like, all the wrong information. And, like, me being like, um, you know, that's not right. Like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was a really interesting thing about like, all, all of a sudden you became a tour guide. Like, <laughs> this really bizarre thing of like how it's a oddly sort of we love the movie, but we don't. Um, there's the, you know, if I was touching Alice in the London Museum, I'd be using gloves and tweezers. Yes, yeah. right here it's a different thing. Yeah, I think because interesting. The, the books are not in the same way. Anyway, so it wasn't going back and resume. So first book I ever read to me, and I was I went to a four year acting conservatory, and we were in our second year of Chekhov work, which was just like I needed anything uh. else to get out of the white of Russia. <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, I kind of refound my love for the Oz books. I got my hands on some copies, and I started rereading them as sort of a, a whatever. Um, and then we were doing another show. I started a theater company out of school. This is going really well. Zipping along very well. Um, I can help soon. Don't worry. Okay, great. Yeah. And then, um, <laughs> and then um, we were uh, developing another piece. We needed to put a fundraiser together for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, our play in a party, which is a thing that we do every year. Mm-hmm. We'll talk even more about that. Yeah, later. definitely. And um, and it was going to do a new workshop of a new piece. And we had this. I had this idea for this sh- short idea of the chapter in the first book of the Wizard of Oz, explaining how the Tin Man became. Man. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to, effectively, the only idea I had was that I wanted to watch a actor slowly turn into a puppet. How does that work? Can a puppet be as dynamic as an actor? Can it do, uh, you know, I always keep saying this, but I think puppetry is sort of the CGI of theater. It can mm-hmm. do anything. Mm-hmm. So the question is, what are you using it for? How are you using it? Does it work? Is it just a trick? Is it, can it actually reveal character the way that, like, extraordinary dance and extraordinary movement and extraordinary other things can? Mm-hmm. So the question was, can we do that? And then um, started making a bunch of weird puppets in my bedroom for that first workshop. We had three weeks to crank it out. Um, I was like, that's fine. That was done. Bye. And then um, there was sort of this outpouring of responses from people that saw those two little performances in a hole in the wall in Brooklyn mm-hmm. and sort of were really sad. What's up, Standard so, Toycraft? What's up, Standard Toycraft? Um, Metropolitan. And Amanda was involved this whole time as well? Amanda yeah. Was the enti- one of the few cast members that was there from the beginning. Yep. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, and then we had an opportunity to do it again at Ars Nova at the Antfest, and then mm-hmm. something moves over, and the, it was sort of like great, and we were trying to find another home for it, and it was just this thing that kind of couldn't die. Yeah. And it was really exciting, and we just finished our... Well, it wasn't 59 before, the first 59 was before Ars Nova? Ars Nova, then the first 59, then the second 59, and then... And New, and New World Stages, stages. yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, it's like a really extraordinary thing, so... Cool. Um, yeah. 
and and I've, and and still you know we did the show like nine times and it, it's wonderful but it's still like people coming up to me kind of going like I missed it I was like we did it five times <laughs> yeah. we did it so many times yeah. you guys we can't do it anymore we gave you so many chances yeah. <laughs> but like I still didn't see it so if you could just I know okay, I'll, I'll, start, yeah. I'll start from one and start over I thought a few yeah. times so you could have one no. in mind Kevin so, no. Kevin you haven't seen Hamilton <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah and then after New World Stages was Broadway HD mm-hmm. which you could still see it on Broadway mm-hmm. HD oh Broadway I can do that. Yeah, Broadway yeah. Video taped the show. It was on PBS in New York for like two nights, which was the coolest thing I ever. I DVR'd it on PBS. Oh. That was awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. People still DVR it. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, so, <laughs> that was great. How much did, that's the whole thing. That's the whole story. Am I missing any major bullet points? You have a minute 30. Seconds. So tell us about Strange Men Co. Um, well, Strange... Okay, okay, great. great. Um, it was originally started by uh, James, Jason, and Frank. Uh, James Ortiz, Jason Ralph, and Frank Winters. Uh, coming, I think it, the initial idea actually started when they were still in school. Um, yeah, so they, they uh, had this idea, and then they were out of school, and what was, oh, there was a, um, a show that, uh, they were gonna do, uh, The Little Mermaid, it was a puppet, um, adaptation of the Hans Christian Andersen version, yeah, Yeah. and, uh, we're doing it under the umbrella of Glass Bandits, um, and... Small little theater company, also out of St. Perchus, Mm -hmm. they effectively had a workshop slot that was like, hey, we have, like, 12 cents, do you you have a cool idea, do you want to hang out with us, we did this weird, wacky puppet interpretation of Little Mermaid, the unpleasant version. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was in the park, and they needed yeah. essentially a name <laughs> for themselves as a company doing it. Um, so it was like they established this name, Strangeman and Company, because they always thought themselves as what was it like? Your mom called Jason Strange, and he was like, "What is that?" So they form the company, they have a name, and then they have a website, and there's the theater company. Um, Other people saw that weird puppet thing and were like, hey, I have a weird play that's nothing like that. Do you want to work with us? And it was like, we read it and liked it, and then we did that, and then we did something else. I, I think the moral of this story is that theater is hard, but theater is also a passion, and if you keep following that passion, great things happen, like the woodsman, like being picked yeah. up. Like, if you really have an idea and... So easy Stick with not, it. I completely agree. It also, it's so easy to get stuck in like a place of like, will they like it, mm-hmm. or like, mm-hmm. should it be like this? Because I think yeah. getting the shoulds is when you're really in trouble. I think, I think. That, this is gonna be a very weird analogy, but I think that the superhero oh, nice. movies uh-huh. are having that issue right now. The should, well, mm-hmm. I think DC. I well, DC is yeah. like well, this is what people oh, think they want, but then Marvel comes out with Deadpool, yeah. and like they're just making what they're staying true to that character, yes. and it makes. So much money and gets great reviews, whereas something like Suicide Squad or Batman vs. Superman comes Suicide out. Squad? Oh Suicide Squad? <laughs> 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 yeah. Suicide Squad was no good, but Suicide Squad? <laughs> 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 I was living for that movie. Well, no, I, it was kind of like a commercial for action figures in the 90s. That's exactly what it was. And it was like, I'd rather huh. watch commercials. I think you're right, though. I think it can become an obstacle right. in thinking, what do people want? And let me, like... Let me just put out there what I think people want because I feel what what I say about Strange Men and Co. Uh, like 
one of the things that I feel like I feel like our our work uh, translates to people because we make <coughs> we make stuff yeah. that we want to see that we think yeah. is interesting that w- is going to keep us interested working on it yeah. in the rehearsal room and in the and that we're going to want to do a long run you know just things that we're just this is weird can this work and I feel like that tr- that passion and that excitement that translates on stage mm-hmm. and so our audience is, feels us being excited yeah. so they're they're interested. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. So, my first game. Yeah. It's going off of the experimental theme. Theater world. And like the the I love that both of them started drinking as soon as she said that. <laughs> <laughs> cheers. No, what? Cheers to your success. Oh, yeah. Cheers to your success. Thanks for having us on it's, here. It's really. Ooh, check them out. They're fantastic guys. Yeah, and that's it. No games. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> so the first game, coming from someone who works in the production office, I would like you each to take a minute and think. Okay. And then. You can if you want a half paper. But I'd like for you <laughs> to pitch me oh. your new experimental theater piece of Dora the Explorer. Amazing. So I think, um, listen, Dora the Explorer. What? Dora the Explorer. <laughs> um, what an extraordinary piece for all children to sort of learn Spanish and also to know where the library is. Great piece. I would say it needs to be a big arena spectacular. It needs to be giant foam heads, high theatricality, like Moomin Shams. <laughs> it needs to be like back bends and rolls, and the guy playing the map is actually a love interest, and then everything bursts into flame. And it's done. Love it. Wow. I'm Please not next. Anyone I'm ready. So I would do. So I would combine the, like the sentiment of Dora the Explorer. With like the feel of like Mystic River, so I would do <laughs> I would do a whole like 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 SEU like Dora was like so the like dolls. exactly. Yeah, yeah, so like yeah, Dora is yeah. when she's the lieutenant. Yeah. So like <laughs> so Dora is like the the um, victim of some kind of crime, uh-huh. and then all of the show of Dora the Explorer, you go around with her partner like Boots the monkey, uh-huh. and he's trying to solve her murder by going to the places that she's been to. 
And that's your time. Great. Brian. So my door of the Explorer is uh, Casablanca style. It's black and white in a noir film. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So Dora is this investigative journalist or investigator in general, mm-hmm. Private Eye, who, mm-hmm. who is discovering the murder of Map, and she needs to follow pieces of Map to find the murderer. Ooh. And her monkey she ends up taking her to the library. Absolutely, <laughs> it always takes her yeah. to the library. And then the the monkey is obviously like the you know the play it again, play it again, monkey. Yeah, and um, yeah, yeah, and um, and then it's kind of her. Going through that situation, but like it's really hardcore, and there's a lot of cigarettes. There's a ton of cigarettes. Yeah. Okay. And that's the end. Okay. Okay. I have a couple different ideas going through my head, um, no, and uh, well, one was with uh, Dora, grown up and really jaded, that she had to spend her whole life teaching little kids how to say Spanish words, when really all you have to do is go to school now, and they're gonna teach you Spanish. So she's grown up and she's super jaded. She never had any real friends because she had to talk to backpack and map <laughs> and it's a one woman yeah. show yeah. and she's gonna sit there yeah. for two hours yeah. with an intermission yeah. of 15 minutes and that's it where she nap on stage with a cigarette <laughs> no 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 she's she's not smoking a cigarette she's oh, doing acid okay. yeah. And, yeah. and then she comes back after intermission mm-hmm. and tells you the rest of of her tragic story on acid. And she teaches acting. You quit. Yes. Yeah. She's your acting coach. Yeah. I think I know who won in my opinion. <laughs> I mean, I know too. Shall I get a prize? Yes, yes. do it. Okay. What did yeah. she win? The Daddy Long Legs. Oh, soundtrack. so cool. Oh, oh, it's really wonderful. Thank you. Are we ready for another game, guys? Yeah, I love Great. games. Kevin has a game. Kevin has a game. Okay, so I'm trying out the game master role this time. Okay. So what we're going to do is we're going to break into teams of two. Kimberly was sick. <laughs> so I'm going to have Amanda and Brian on a team, and Kimberly and James on a team. And so this is how, can you give each team a piece of paper and explain the right way? Okay. Yay. So so because the Woodsman is inspired by something that was a famous... Oh yeah, should we come up with team names? Sure. Great. Team names are always a good okay. thing. Well, we okay. already picked up. So, while you guys are talking about team names, I'm going to explain the game. Okay. So, basically, um, because The Witchman was a show that's on stage, but it was also um, inspired in part by No a one's listening movie, to you, Gavin. <laughs> we're talking about, this game is called, um, That's a Good Year, like Broadway Six style. My favorite year? Um, sure. My favorite okay. year. Right. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you a list of movies that were nominated for Best Picture but no. did not win, uh-huh. and a list of musicals that were nominated for Best Pic- Musical but did not win uh-huh. in the same year, uh-huh. and you're going to try to guess what year they- this was. Oh, oh my wow. God. Great. Okay. I'll be good at it. Okay. You can get extra credit points if you can name the movie or musical that actually won. Oh, I'm going to kill this. Oh, so, but, so that's Brian a little like, caveat. So it's, you're trying to guess the oh, year, but if you yes. can guess either one that won, yeah. you're good. Okay. Kimberly's going to be really great all the musicals and stuff because she's got that down pat. She's watching the Tonys every single year. And Brian's got a lot of movies to Perfect. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to read these out and we're going to see how this goes. This is my first time making a game so we'll see if it works. Great. Okay. So the first one we're going to do is so the movies that were nominated but did not win were The Curious Case of Benjamin Button Mm -hmm. Frost Nixon which is also starting on stage Mm -hmm. Milk and the reader. Okay. That same year, the musicals that were nominated that did not win 
were Crybaby, Passing Strange, and Xanadu. What year was this very good year? All right, so we're moving on to number two, unless you need to hear those again. Can we move on? Oh, we're going through all of them. Yes. We're not going to do it right ahead of there. I was going to do like a pub quiz and then just style it out. Oh, yeah, we can do that. Sweet. Got it. Okay, great. Okay. So the next one, the movies that were nominated but did not win are Chocolat, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, Traffic, and Aaron Brockovich. Oh, wow. The musicals that were nominated but not win were Swing, The Wild Party, the Chusa version, and James Joyce's The Dead. Remember, they're trying to guess the year, but they're also trying to guess the Kevin, this is really hard. It's very hard. I'm not going to know any of them. I'm sorry, I tried. No, it's it's, it's not that it's bad. It's just hard. All right, so we're going to move on to the next one. This okay, is number three. What? How many questions are there? There's uh, 37. More wrinkles. There's six. Six. Okay. All right, so number three. Okay. Oh my gosh, the there's so many of them. The movies that did not win mm-hmm. are American Sniper, Boyhood, The Grand Budapest Hotel, The Imitation Game, Selma, The Theory of Everything, mm-hmm. and Whiplash. The musicals that did not win... We're After Midnight, Aladdin, and Beautiful, the Carol King musical. Next. <laughs> All right, so... It's really stressful. Ah! I'm really freaking out right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, the movies that did not win this year are Fargo, mm-hmm. Jerry Maguire, Secrets and Lies, and Shine. Never heard of any. The musicals that did not... Jerry know. Maguire? Well, Jerry Maguire. <laughs> okay. The musicals that did not win were Bringing to Noise, Bringing to Funk, Chronicle of a Death Foretold, That's and Swinging on a Star. I love those. Right, I don't know what any of those are. My high school did all of those. If I wasn't drinking, I know every Brian's, answer. Brian's like, understanding of movie trivia is very boggling. It's insane. Round five. The movies that did not win this year are Amor, Beasts of the Southern Wild, Django Unchained, Les Miserables, Life of Pi, Lincoln, Silver Lions Playbook, and Zero Dark Thirty. The musicals that did not win in this year were Leap of Faith, Oh, I like that. Newsies, and Nice Work If You Can Get It. We only have one more after this. You're almost through. I'm sorry, I'm stressing you out. I'm not stressed because I know that I'm going to suck at I'm what freaking out, bro. I know, it's really important to Brian. All right, so we're going on to number six, the final one. In this year, the movies that were nominated but did not win. I'm also freaking out because Oscars are in different years than the movies. So, like, if an Oscars yeah. was in... Correct. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If the Oscars were in... The came out is a year later. Exactly. So that, I'm probably going to be off by maybe a year in, in places. So the, the movies that were nominated but did not win in this final year... Okay. ...are Lost in Translation, mm-hmm. Mystic River, mm-hmm. Sea Biscuit, mm-hmm. and Master and Commander Far Side of the World. The musicals that were nominated but did not win were Amore, A Year of Frog and Toad, <laughs> and Moving Out. This is their Tony season. 
Tony season and Broadway season. But that overlaps years. I hope the listeners are already yeah. stressed out. So Tony's happened in June. I know that, but right. like... Right. So, so if it opens in September, you say the it's year of June. Just go with it. Okay. Yeah. You say the junior. So we're going to see who won. So I'm going to go through each round and we're going to see who won. Cool. So the first round, round one... Year was 2008. Yes. We did two. We did two. No. Extra points. Here we go. So, extra points. So, wait, you didn't even look at I could lie. I could change things right now. I trust you. Okay. Mistake. 2008 (laughs) is the year. The movie was Slumdog Millionaire. Got it. In the Heights? And the musical was In the Heights. Yes, I knew Slumdog. Keep track of your own points. Okay, okay so, so we got points. two. We have two points as well. Great. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're going to get into <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So round two, the year is 2000. Uh, okay. What did you guys say? 2000. And the winner of the Oscar was Gladiator. Got it. And the winner of the Tony for Best Musical was Contact. Did not get that. Has <laughs> anyone seen that? Oh, it was a beautiful I did see show that. With the red dress. That was in my yellow dress. Theater trick. It was really beautiful. Because I knew, because I knew that, because I knew that <laughs> Russell Crowe yeah. won the same yes. year as um, yes. what's her name? Yes, um, Julia Roberts. For Aaron Brockovich, for yes. sure. And Brockovich won that year. She did. She yeah. won for Ellen. Oh, Brockovich. I remember the dress. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember so, the boobs. Number three. Well, yeah. The movie that so the year was two thousand and fourteen. Yeah. Got yeah. it. Yeah. Awesome. The movie that won Best Picture was Wait. Birdman. Yeah. Or the unexpected virtue of ignorance. Yep, because it was the bees. It was Boyhood versus Birdman. Correct. And I loved Budapest. Oh, but you loved Budapest. I Budapest loved so Budapest good. Good. as well. And the musical that won Best Musical in 2014 was The Gentleman's Guide to Love. Got that, too. Lauren Worsham did one all day, every day. Yo, Amanda and I are killing it. Yeah, we're great. Amanda's really good at this game, you guys. I did the years, all right? (laughs) (laughs) All right, so number four. The year was 1996. Oh. Oh. What'd you guys say? We said 98. Oh. Actually, you said 98. No, I actually did In say 96. The movie that won Best Picture was The English Patient. Ding! Got and that. the got that best one. musical in 1996 was Rent. Oh. Uh, we got <laughs> yeah, all those. We got all those wrong. Yeah. I thought it was 99 and I said ragtime. 2012 was uh, number five. Oh, yeah. oh we Winner of Me Best Musical was once Argo won Best Picture. That's correct. So round six. Yeah, you're right. Can I, so it's yes. 2004. It's 2003. And it was Lord of the Rings Return of the King. 2003. Correct. And um, the musical was. Was. I, can't, I, I don't. I might. You can't stop the beat. It was hairspray. We, got, we have 11 points total. Okay, what do you guys have? You better math. I can believe this. Two, four, six, seven. It was really oh, good. Yeah. Even though it was good. Yay. What was your team name? Oh, we were the going to beat you no matter what team. The what? The, gonna we're going to beat you no matter what. Yeah, you're right. Got to beat you no matter what. No, gonna beat you no matter what. Oh, got it. We were um, the, the Democrats. Ah, um, are we <laughs> lights of Broadway? Yes. Yes. Lights of Broadway time. And tell tell us guys about what um what you guys have in store. Mm-hmm. 
So on uh, the 14th and the 15th of October. Um, of October. So this weekend. Next week, yeah. Well, this, yeah. this upcoming weekend. That's correct. Um, because today is the 11th, if you're listening. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, we are doing uh, our annual uh, Strange Men & Co. benefit, which we like to call a play and a party. It is pretty much what it sounds like. We showcase something new that we are working on. Cool. Um, it's always... In development, a work in progress, if you will, um, and then we have a party afterwards. Uh, and the this gives it all away. It's yeah, nice. exactly. Spoiler alert! Yeah, yeah. Um, a party. Yeah, yeah. This year we're uh, doing a sneak preview of our latest work in development, uh, which is a collaboration between um, Frank Winters and Jill Echo. It's called Ten Days in a Madhouse, and it's based off of the book of the same name, written by Nellie Bly. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and it's um, the piece is really really cool because it's a marriage of. Frank's writing and Jill's uh, choreography and movement um, work. Cool. Uh, so it's got dance and stylized movement. Where can we get tickets? Go to strangemenandcompany.com. And where is it? There is. Uh, it is going to be at the Bernie Wall uh, Center, which is in the Goddard Riverside Community Center. Cool. So the Center. Bernie Sanders Community Center. Bernie Wall. Oh, great. Bernie yeah. Sanders. <laughs> yeah, Bernie Sanders. Which is, which is up on, like, one... It is... No, it's, like, uh, between 92nd and 93rd, I believe, on Columbus. Cool. So oh. so everyone go see a play and a party, mm-hmm. and go see a play and have a party. Um, I'll we, be there, so come meet uh, Broadwaisted Kevin Jager. Right yeah. Yeah. And James and I will both be there. Yeah. And we will all be Broadwaisted. <laughs> yes, um, but yeah. go, Amanda. Sorry. Booze and food. Booze and food. That's important. Oh, and now I'll be there because I heard yeah. that. Yeah. Free yeah. um, popcorn. And you guys, you want to see oh, these people that. are doing it, a play and party because... A play to party is what spawned Woodsman, which is exactly. now on Broadway HD and was off Broadway. And yeah, critically lauded. So definitely want to be there. So we just gave you broad, um, uh, broad lights of Broadway cards. Pick the one that you got in it and tell us three words that make you f- that makes you feel. Great. What do you mean, the one that we got? one card. I'll say the two that I'm most thrilled about really quickly. I'm so thrilled that I got Alex Timbers. What's up? He literally looks like that cartoon. He actually looks just like this. I also got Bloody Blade Andrew Jackson, the musical. First I was like, oh, it's that dude, but it's just the musical. But even better, great. He's Benjamin Walker, he's from The Odds, but amazing. I didn't see American Psycho. Oh, it's wonderful. Yeah, he was basically naked. It was wonderful. It was okay. It was enough. And Amanda. We knew Um, what was happening. um, I'm going to talk about my Jesse Mueller card. uh, Because, um, yeah, because Waitress. Uh um, Because everyone should see Waitress. Because it's really good, you guys. The the script is really great. It's about Kevin. It is about (laughs) Kevin. It's about my life. Um... The, <laughs> the directing oh, is amazing. Oh, the music is cerebrellis, so you know that it's good, but it's not, you don't feel like, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, it's just cerebrellis. No, it isn't, because it goes really well with the story. I was third row, and oh, cool. it was, re- it's just really, it's it's fun. There are a lot of details um, that are within the choreography and the movement and everything and the, and the songs themselves that... Um, we're big choreographers. Great. Yeah. And I see you also have Leslie Margarita, friend, I, of, the friend of the show. I oh yeah, Leslie, we found your card. Olivier, award winner. Um, but we want to thank you guys thank so much thank for joining you us. So much. Thank. It was so fun. This was so much fun. Thank so you great. For letting us get um, with you. As we as we end every episode, we end it with a quote. Mm-hmm. <gasps> 
And that is The Best of Times is Now, What's Left of Summer But a Faded Rose. The Best of Times is Now, As for Tomorrow, Well, Who Knows? Who Knows? Who knows? You know this too because we're in fall now. I know. And fall Ooh. is the best of times. I agree. That's true. What is that from? I've been ending this whole time. We end every episode. <laughs> we end every episode uh, the same way. So oh, no. cheers to everyone. I need uh, more tequila. Oh, we. I think oh, we're oh, I think no, we're going to see you Great produce. All right. On three. One, two, three. Zutuwa. Wow. Wait, well, I think I missed what I was supposed to do. What am I supposed to do? It's from, it's from Grace. One, two, three. Thanks so much for joining us. Make sure you go to a play and a party. Um, also, make sure you check out The Woodsman on Broadway HD. Thank you so much, James and Amanda. Yeah. For a plane party. Um, Amen. And we'll, um, you'll be listening to us next week, and hopefully, and um, <laughs> that'll be great. Yeah, Thanks, everyone. Thank and, you. Um, yeah. Um, talk to you guys. Okay, okay, bye. Okay, bye. Bye. Or as I like to say, okay, hi. <laughs> okay, love you, bye. It. Okay, hi. Have you ever wondered how your favorite performer actually feels? Well, here's your chance. Welcome to The Quiet Part Out Loud with me, Bobby Steggert, Broadway actor and now a therapist to a whole host of Broadway creatives. Part interview, part therapy, this is not your typical podcast. We'll go right to the heart of things with some of your favorite artists, what they still struggle with, what lessons they've learned, what they haven't figured out yet. There's enormous power in saying the quiet part out loud. Are you listening? It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. Eighteen plus.